Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, just me at the top of the show... To one, thank you for downloading this episode. It's a really funny one. And also to let you know of uh, tickets which are on sale right now. So if you're in Brisbane, March 16 at Haya Bar, 3 p.m., there is only a few, few tickets left. So uh, make sure you head on over to joshearl.com.au slash gigs. Get your tickets. You see the podcast with uh, Melinda Buttle, Becky Lucas, Cameron James, and Guy Montgomery, plus the first official Josh L. Talks performance, so that'd be fun, my stand-up show. And then if you're in Melbourne, it's all kicking off. Some nice big news right now. So I am doing not four podcasts, as I said I was. I'm actually going to be doing five podcasts. That's right, the Festival Club, the Melbourne Comedy Festival Festival Club have asked me to back to do a show April 9, 11pm. So tickets are from the Comedy Festival website or joshell.com.au slash gigs, that website. Uh, tickets for that one are only $15, so head on over, get a bunch of tickets. It's in a huge venue, so Max Watts House of House of Music. So make sure you head along there. It's going to be great. I can't announce the lineup, but I can tell you the Comedy Festival will help me out with some big-name international guests. So it'll be lots of lots of fun. Plus, all the shows at the European Beer Cafe, 3 p.m. on Sundays in the festival. So March 31, April 7, 14, and 21 are on sale now. They are selling very well. So thank you for everyone who's been buying the season passes. And another thing on sale is Josh Earl Talks. Yes, I keep talking about it because I want you to come. So Josh L Talks is my brand new stand-up hour. So first time ever for me doing a whole hour of just stand-up, a whole bunch of crazy stories which I haven't told on the podcast before. So if you buy a ticket in the first week end, so March 28, 29, 30 and 31, you'll get a free ticket to any of the European Beer Cafe uh, podcasts. So one free ticket. So even if, you got a, if you've got a Susan Pass and you go, oh, maybe I'll buy a ticket in the opening weekend and I can bring a mate along to one of them, that'd be cool. Tickets on that opening weekend are the cheapest you can get them. They are $22. So that is super cheap for, uh, yeah, for the comedy festival. So uh, head on over to either thecomedyfestival.com.au or joshearl.com.au slash gigs. Get a bunch of tickets. You're probably here right now. I'm a bit sick. I've got a bit of a cold. That won't stop me from plugging my shows. So, hey, thanks everyone who's been downloading. Thanks everyone who's been subscribing to the Patreon. A new episode will be coming out very soon, a bonus episode for you guys and new writing every single Friday. If you want to help out, help out the podcast but you can't, uh, uh, you know, afford any... Uh, money to join the patreon give us a review on itunes or uh you know just spread the podcast around share it on facebook post about it on instagram retweet it on twitter all those things really helps me out hopefully i see you at one of the shows in either brisbane or melbourne and that is all from me enjoy this episode
Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week on the internet I discovered I share my name with a man in England <laughs> whose Facebook page for the last month, every status update has just been, is anyone seeing this EastEnders shit? Tomorrow's going to be bonkers and variations <laughs> of that. For a month. That's all he's been doing. Finger on the pulse. You've got to have a passion. Yeah, and he's EastEnders. Yeah. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, what I do is I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a writer, a broadcaster, and one of the hosts of the Sweetest Plum podcast. On Google, his related searches are Declan Fay Marvel... And Declan Fay Death. Mm-hmm. Can you please welcome us, Declan Fay? Yeah. Yay. I, I'm not sure what the Death one is, but do you know what the Marvel one is? No. Is there a, someone who works at Marvel who? No. Also... There is in a there is a, a very successful comic book writer who lives in Melbourne, who lives I think in Rosanna, if not in Rosanna, very close to that area, called yep. Tom Taylor. And I met him briefly on uh, something I was working on. And I've been told that if he likes you, he puts you into his magazine as a random per- his, mag- his comic yep. as a random person who is killed. Oh. And he he's written for Justice uh, Injustice, the big one, yep. one of the big ones. He's written for Superman, and uh, I found out that he put me in as a character that got. I don't know if I got killed, but I got beaten and interrogated. Well, maybe that would that's explain why the death. death. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, of course. I didn't. Oh yeah, well, I didn't anyway, join that. Yeah. Yeah. At least we've solved that earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us is the other half of the Sweaters Plum podcast. He shares his name with the ex Collingwood captain. The technology teacher at Gisborne Secondary College and a data scientist at Facebook in Seattle. Can you please welcome us, Nick Maxwell? Oh, I'm humbled with such company. Uh, I actually go by Nicholas, so let's keep it formal, Josh. Nicholas. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. To avoid the Collingwood captain reference, you know, in around sporting clubs, you know, yeah. it gets thrown up a lot. So I just I just go by Nicholas yeah. until they start calling me the ex Collingwood captain instead. It must be horrible to share your name with someone famous around a sporting club. Which brings us to our next person. Um, <laughs> he's a comedian and host of the Junk Time podcast. He shares his name with a Perth sales manager for BP <laughs> and the inspection manager for Solar City in Dallas. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Michael Chamberlain. Yeah, hey. I thought you'd go the full hog, man, because there's Michael Chamberlain of the Azaria Chamberlain yeah. fame. Yeah. It is spelt differently. We, we've said that in a previous. His podcast. Yeah, okay. I try and always find different people. Yeah, sure. Can I update? First off, Nick, I saw the Collingwood Nick Maxwell today, actually. So I've got my second helping of Nick Maxwell today. I saw him mm-hmm. walking down the street. But also, um, so I did comedy. Uh, I did a few stand-up gigs in Berlin about 16, 18 months ago, right? Got a lot going on, guys. Congratulations. <laughs> and no, I went over to London for my brother's wedding, went to Berlin, and I had nothing to do at night. I didn't know anyone. So I was like, oh, I'll go to do gigs. Like, it would be kind of, you meet people and, you yeah. know, it was fun. There was an English bloke who got up on the stage, who was emceeing, and he said, oh, we've got an Australian coming on now, and he did a whole bunch of, oh, dingo style my baby kind of jokes. Little did he know, he had, he had Michael Chamberlain about to uh, walk on stage yeah. from that whole thing. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, he had no idea, but I'm like, dude, you had so much to work with. Yeah. Did you, you call so him much on, to on stage? With? Sorry. Did you call him on it on stage? No, you? he no. had no Yeah, he had no idea as well. Yeah. I was like, I thought, I thought that would take the audience out, being like, hey, guys. Yeah. Hey, about it 35 <laughs> years ago, there was a rather gruesome death of a baby. No, <laughs> well, no, 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 stick with me. It, was, it's funny. <laughs> if oh, there was only something in German history that we could talk about that would also be like a bad memory for those guys as well. <laughs> if only there was anything. Anyway. <laughs> and finally, 
Our final guest is comedian and host of the Worst First Dates podcast. Plus, last time she was on, we discovered that she was the queen of remedial English. Can you please welcome <laughs> Kelly Kostuka? That's true. For those who oh. know Kelly, uh, last oh, time, just, like she told us that when she was at uni, her lecturer told her that she might need to take an ESL course. Ugh. Not knowing that English was my first language. Yeah, just thought Kelly Fastuka. Oh, she's Italian. It's, she can't yeah. speak English. And I'm like, no, I just never spoke up because I never did the readings. And then, um, <laughs> anyway. Okay, our first game tonight is called Social Me, Me, Media. We'll orient out status updates by the four of you. Now, we've just established that not everyone in the room <laughs> is on Twitter or Facebook. Nick, you're not on no, no. those things. But I did no. find something which is your voice because the Sweetest Plum has some big fans who have done a... Sweetest Plum quotes Twitter page. So these, and these are real these are real fans quotes. That you, Declan hasn't done this. It's not me. No. I promise you, people okay. think it's me, but it's it's. I don't have the time to do it. Yeah, I don't have the time right. to. Well, go. just for you, Josh, I'm predicting these quotes will be slanderous. So well, you know, you can see how you go. if you want. <laughs> so what you do is Hang on, I'll, your quotes are going to be slanderous about yourself. No, is that what you're, about someone else, oh, okay. and then he's going to yeah. say them, and then I don't know. I, yeah. I don't want him to be embroiled in in. Well, I, I've made this joke before, but it's very true. My partner is a lawyer and I have played... Congratulations. The... <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, we've got stuff going on. She's a social justice yeah, lawyer, I'm okay? Double, uh, double yeah. congratulations. <laughs> but she, I have a few times played her the podcast to check if we're in a defamatory territory, as I'm sure Kelly... Well, in fact, all of us are podcasts. I'm sure you've all been in this I'm sure shoot. you've all got partners who are yeah, social yeah, justice yeah. lawyers and you played them the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. by my lawyers, yeah. yeah. My cousin, my uncle, my mum, my dad. Yeah, all the lawyers in the family. Nah. But you do occasionally go, is this defamatory? And I, there was a particular one of Nick's that he said, I actually can't remember what it was, but I said... Is this defamatory? And we need to listen to it. And she said, to the letter of the law, this is absolutely defamatory. (laughs) What you've said, it's knowledge that you have about the person that you're putting into the public domain. And she said, except to prove defamation, they have to prove that there's been significant reputational damage. And she said, going by your... Audience numbers, they oh. couldn't prove significant ah. reputational damage, so I think you'd be okay. Take that, yeah. everyone. Yeah. That was a great, great day for us. Yeah. <laughs> what a win. Real win win. So okay. if I don't mention names, I'm okay. Is if that the, if yeah. the name of the person you're slandering, you're fine. A, oh. d- a dead person is fine and a oh. company is fine. If it's an alive person and you have knowledge and it, it is some sort of significant reputation. Oh, well, people get like blaster on our show yeah. and I never use names with codes. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, what great. about family members? Mm. That's where I struggle Yeah, you with. can defame a family member, <laughs> oh, but no. it's like, will they sue you? Like, cause they've, well, got they've, got to, they've got to learn how to download a podcast first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, Josh, you come yeah, from yeah. Tasmania, so <laughs> okay. they all have two heads. Okay, so, uh, okay good. Make it... Yeah. Re- Make a code. Yeah, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna dis- defame anyone, let's call them Lawyer X. Okay, <laughs> just Lawyer X. Okay, so I'll read out a status update. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You can't buzz in for ones that are your ones. You get a point if you get it right. If you get it wrong, the person who actually wrote the tweet, they get the point. So here we go. First one is this one. Man, I'd love to fuck that big cow. Kelly. Yes, Kelly. Declan. No, that was Michael Chamberlain Damn! there. for Michael, yes. Son of a dingbat. It was a sweet tweet, that one. It was a good tweet. <laughs> yep, well. I even I retweeted it at the, at the time. I think it's part of a trilogy, actually, in fact, uh, Josh, if I'm not ruining anything. Don't use the cow's real name. No. But there was there was a story <laughs> of... I don't think you're going to ruin anything. Yeah, you can talk about it. Oh, yeah, there tweets. was a the big cow. You know the big cow? Big cow? You love the big cow. It was like a cow that's like six foot tall, yeah. and I just thought it'd be fun to fuck it. And then <laughs> eventually... <laughs> 
I decided to fuck it, and then I oh. fucked it. It was fantastic. Oh, wow. All in Twitter form. Yeah. Got a lot of pat on the backs for that. <laughs> okay. I my only I didn't know about the big cow story, but there is. Uh, I was doing. Uh, uh, I was doing something in the country, and uh, in a country town called Birchip, their giant thing is a fiberglass cow, and oh. it was made by oh. uni students that had some connection to the town and understood industrial design. But they made a giant ball sack yeah. on the cow. <laughs> Do you know about this? No, no. but in Rockhampton, they've got, yeah. they've got like cows or like statue of cows mm. all over the place, mm. and the ball sacks all have metal rods going through them because people will just steal, try and steal the ball oh, sacks. Yeah. <laughs> so there's just the cow with, like, and it just makes it so that's the first thing you look at. Mm. Oh, well, the, the big merino's got a huge set of so balls too. Right, so I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know this. But so they, the woman told me that uh, there was like council meetings going, do we get rid of the cow? They'd spend a lot of money on it. Do we remove the ball sack and have a ballless cow? And there was huge arguments amongst <laughs> well, the wouldn't council. It, it would, would have been a bull then, not a cow. It, you're correct. Yeah. It's a bull. Isn't oh. the bull a big cow? Isn't the bull a male? The bull is a male a cow, I think. There you go. Oh, yeah. my God. What did I Fuck! <laughs> Michael's not married to a social justice uh, lawyer, yeah, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question two. Is there any chance that old CDs will somehow become like old vinyl and I'm sitting on a potential gold mine of old Pearl Jam and Wu-Tang CDs in my garage? Kelly. Yes, Kelly. Has to be Declan. That is Declan, Thank yes. You. Point there for Kelly. How yes. did you, get, you looked at the saddest member. You went, which guy is still living in the 90s? Out of the who has Wu-Tang on their face? It's you. Yeah. <laughs> I nearly wore a Wu-Tang hat here. And Juanita, my partner, Lawyer X, said, um, <laughs> said you're not going to wear that out of the hat. Well, you had the, the Deal of Soul t-shirt on. So I, I kind of... Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't cross-pollinate yeah. your hip-hop, <laughs> so I couldn't wear the hat. But I do. I, I just moved house and we had stuff in storage and there is genuinely about eight boxes of CDs. I can yeah. throw lots of stuff out. But the CDs is a very hard one because it's all stuff you got when you were like 14. Where are yours? What do you do with them? In boxes in the garage. I don't want to throw that stuff away. Like VHS, I have so many VHS tapes still at my parents' house. Because you know records now? What's on on your VHS tapes? What what was Kelly taping in the 90s? The Late Show. The Late Show? The Late Show. I've got tapes of the Late Show. I was going to say, was it Melrose Place? No, no, no. The Late Show. But I also found an old tape from an acting class that I did from, I think, 2005. Uh, we don't have a v- we don't have a VCR to watch yeah. it, but I'm dying to see the terribleness on that one. Would I be right that vinyl was hold their quality much better? They do if they haven't scratched. Yeah, yeah. so your, vi- your VHS kind of wear thin and kind yeah. of become a bit defunct, but yeah. a vinyl is actually worth something because it doesn't get wasted away. Yeah, pretty much. But I don't know what to do. Like I, it is. It, these boxes are just sort of stacked. Up. It makes me like it gives me a melancholy every time yeah. I see <laughs> it. Do you have a CD player? Good qu- yes, we do. We've uh-huh. got a five-stacker CD oh. player. Oh, oh. In the, Congratulations. In the car. <laughs> no, I used to Is have one in my... sweet lawyer money? In, my... <laughs> in the car? Well, you got to put it like the CDs in the back trunk. I yeah. used like... to have one in my Ford Laser. It was under the passenger seat. Sick. And every time you tried to change it while driving, oh. it was a potential crash because you're leaning It wasn't one of those and... ones which you would take off the front so no one stole it. Oh, the People fake to, front yeah. of the no, CD yeah, player. You just take that off so yeah. if someone broke into your car, they couldn't steal your CD player. Oh, they go, they don't have one. Yeah. Mm. Keep going. Move yeah. on to the next one. Yeah. With the club lock. You don't see the club lock on steering wheels anymore. That's a really good point. That's yeah. really. Is that because there isn't anything to steal out of the well, car? Well, I think people or? just realise they don't work, those things. Yeah. I don't know. No, I'm not sure. The club either. lock was always more effective as a sort of a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, you said that with this air of nostalgia yeah. as well, of course, oh, the yeah. club lock. 
I leave my car unlocked. I want someone to steal it. Give me the insurance money. Yeah, I'm desperate. I'm the same. <laughs> Question three. I really think Tamazapan sounds like the name of a girl from the Central Coast. Michael. <laughs> yes, Michael. It has to be Kelly. Sure. No, that is Nick. That's a point there for Nick. <laughs> I did actually remember that. There you go. Um, so I knew not to buzz in. I buzzed in for all the other ones. I was just late. Um, <laughs> I remember you saying that, and that was your aversion to... I had suggested to you, look, if you're having trouble sleeping, why not take tamazepam? And Mm. it wasn't because of any of the side effects. It was because it sounded like you were going to ingest a a girl from the central coast. Well, which I I haven't done. Um, (laughs) So you're right, I should have taken you up on that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's just... Is is that a Heath Ledger? I always think of Heath Ledger. He still knocks, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. All the the azas and the pans. (laughs) Still knocks is also the one that there was a big problem. Oh, no, that... Still knocks was your old mate, um, G Hackett. Yeah, Grant Hackett. G Hackett just going to town on a baby grand in the apartment after (laughs) a touch of the still knocks. Because the, the swimmers apparently, because they couldn't drink or do drugs, they would take the sleeping tablets and try and stay awake for as long as they could. Well, I think that's where that it was, went. Yeah. Where oh, because it, that's their drug. That was their drug, yeah. Right. So they'd feel like they would so like hide. you go a bit wacky when yeah. you hold on too long. Yeah. Well, the, I think what it is... And then just just nail it in the pool the next day. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, it's sad that I know this, but Still Knox has no... There's not a, like, drowsy hangover, so a lot of a lot of creatives and high-functioning mm. people take it because you can wake up yeah. wide awake the next morning. Hence, athletes do it before their events because if they're nervy and can't sleep. But where it morphed into is they all had access to it because of team doctors. And then after their events, they'd do Still Knox parties, which is apparently a bit of a trend on YouTube. Yeah, shit, man. Fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fall Fucking right asleep, mate. Knox party, <laughs> man. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're going to stay awake till oh, three. But I, I think what was happening was it, like someone like Grant Hackett, I think it's... Well, this is where we do move into sort of lawyer. Oh, uh, shit. Territory, but get lawyer in the room. I think it, I think it became... Three, eight, 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 eight. <laughs> I think it became a very easy sort of after-the-fact excuse for people that may have been, not necessarily Grant Hackett, but other people were doing yeah. more intensive drugs. It was easy. Oh, I had a bad reaction to Stillnox. And as, you know, Stillnox doesn't make you lose your kids in Crown Casino and demolish a baby grand piano <laughs> with your bare hands. And then just jump on the plane and start grabbing the nipples of the guy in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> was yeah, that a Grant yeah, Hackett? Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I think. Well, that's the Stillnox talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. We're in he... business, aren't we? Well, You're it... fine with that. Wasn't he also walking around Crown Casino in a towel, yeah, or a nappy, or his under was it his underwear? Uh, yes, yeah, so I feel like wrapped around a sheet. But I think he, I think he felt that he, his uh, children were not not in the room, and then went looking for them. And I think they they were still they in the room, but yeah, it was an unfortunate <laughs> turn of events. Imagine yeah. he got unfortunate turn of events, but amazing that he could fashion a sheet into a nappy <laughs> in that state. Found them. Congratulations. Imagine he had a walk into the mahogany room and he, both his like toddlers are there. So you got to put a bow tie on, please. <laughs> yeah. Or at yeah. least that gold medal. They're like both 80 G's up on the mahogany table. All right. Question four. Remember, it's not compulsory to vote. It's only compulsory to have your name ticked off the roll. Every year nine debate you did was a lie. Uh, Declan? Yes, Declan. Uh, it's got to be Michael you 
quite correct. Yes, that was right. Good informative tweet. Good informative tweet. I think it's got your sort of cantankerous tone. It's got my dad. A bit of my dad about that. But also, you you do very similar to me. You do relate a lot of things back to high school. You sort of live in a perpetual state of arrested development. Oh, that is. That's not just Michael. You understand? That's like everyone in this room. Yeah, I think it's a real comedy thing. Actually, it is true. You don't. Yeah, you don't. You don't evolve. Yeah, one of the happiest things I ever did was for an election. And I saw the candidate at the front and I I'd already gone into the room and so I wanted to find out who they were endorsing and so I could put them last. But I was like, that's a 50-meter walk. So Jeez. I went in and I got my name ticked off and the happiest moment, I just walked walked out of the room. No. Didn't vote. Don't waste the vote. Didn't vote. That was a state election up in Sydney which didn't impact me. I was moving out of the air in about a month and I didn't know it was actually an election. So I saw signs. I was like, oh, shit, I better go vote so I get fined. Because of you, but I didn't all, vote. all the pubs are closing at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Yours was just a swing vote that could have changed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one. Question five. You can't have good balls. They're sensitive, weird, and they're in a bag. Uh, Michael? Yes, Michael. Uh, because we haven't had a curl one yet, I think it'd have to be curl. It's not. It's Nick. That's another Holy Nick shit. one. <laughs> really? I'm surely yeah. not. <laughs> Keeping us on our toes. <laughs> Keeping us on our balls. Yeah. I'm not. I don't. What uh, do you do? You still agree with that? With the oh, premise right. of yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, saying? Sorry. That you now can't... that I'm, I'm sort of working through, yeah. unpacking yes. a statement like that. Yeah, I see where, where I could have been coming from. That you know, like they're they're sort of. I mean, they seem unattractive. I don't know. I mean, do, do anyone does anyone else find balls unattractive? <laughs> well, we don't want to kink shame <laughs> on the I think podcast. I'm the one no, the no exactly. <laughs> Kelly, yeah. Not, I've seen the most balls in this room. I'd say. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. What's the question? That. Well, I, just, I think I was getting at it, it that they're not really, you know, they're not handsome. No, features. they're not. They're gross. But it depends. Some of them are nice and tight, but some of them you could pitch a tent with because yes. this is too much skin. <laughs> right. And it is a nightmare. But Bill you know, Nye. You, you Bill gotta, Nye's quite jowly. He must have the longest balls in the world. I don't know, but you've got to, you know, you got to weigh it up with, is he a personality? Will he kill me? Okay, I'll take the balls for what it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question six. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Too, too, too visual. Question six. My dog is trying to hump a male dog in the wrong area. Oh, Declan. I am so proud. Yes, Declan. It's Kelly. You are correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Kelly. It's, it's, I, I, it's hard because I know I, Nick, Nick only recently had a dog. Yep. And mm. you, Michael doesn't have a dog. And I just assumed, and Nick's uncomfortable talking about sex, and so I assumed that mm. it was, it was going to be Kelly. Jimmy Chocolate Chip. That's your dog? Yeah. Okay. Because he's got chocolate chips all over him. And what were they getting up to? What was the action here? Uh, uh, well, it was another, it was a spoodle. Yeah. And, um, Did he do the check with his paw? The <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Because well, when we got him from the pound, he just got fixed. Yeah. So in his mind, he th- still thought he was a man. We didn't. He didn't know, you know what I mean? Like he still had these stitches in. But he doesn't do it anymore. But yeah, he was. It was to the point where I was like, I was like, you're bringing shame to the family, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Stop it. But the other dog wasn't biting back. So, you know, you got a bloody. Anyway, I just got a message just before we started now from its other mother, from yeah. Jimmy's other mother, with something he's ruined. Great. Which is great. Does, it, does he hump at home, though? No, no, so, no. You know, he's See, good I, now. I don't, I can't, I don't understand. I have a female dog mm. and she's done very little of it, but a little bit of uh, bed humping. Yeah. Which I was like, you know, it's just I find it, I can't 
look at it. I don't. <laughs> humping gross. is just, it, it really turns me off. Whereas butt dragging, I don't know if you've seen a oh, dog. Yeah. Dra- that, yeah. Love butt yeah. dragging. Yeah. I'm like, do that all day. It's no. like you've got wheels. No. Just have fun. <laughs> but the humping, it's like, ah, I I'm, well, might take you back. Jimmy actually does the crawl where he's on his belly with his back legs at the back and he'll crawl for heat, like heaps. Yeah. So I think he's That's pretty great. sure he's rubbing his dick up against the carpet. We oh. don't know, but. I can't. You can't watch a butt No, it really, really makes me uncomfortable. Well, because yeah. is it because he's got an itchy bum hole? Uh, I th- yeah, I mean, it's and I just think it looks it just it looks magical <laughs> on a hardwood floor. They're yeah. just gliding. It's like a moonwalk <laughs> for a yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. But I understand why you wouldn't like it because I don't like the humping. And other people go, like, yeah, look at him hump. Yeah, I love it. So then, so where, where do you stand with the humping then, Dick? Are you okay yeah. with that? Well, I, I, have a, I have a female dog mm-hmm. and uh, she's a bit older and no, no other dog's try to hump her anymore. Uh-huh. Um, is she a bigger dog, though? What kind? She'll meet the right dog Kel- one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kelpie. Okay. Kelpie. But they're uh, a bit bigger. It's hard for a dog to hump a Kelpie. Do you, thrash, uh, do you thrash her with a switch? <laughs> oh, Jesus. So when you're training her, do you have her in the pit and she's doing doing laps of the pit to chain around her neck? Like when she's attacking the other dog, does Tell, it? <laughs> when, she, when she's fighting, when she's fighting next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Don't mention the dog's real name. I run a dog fighting <laughs> ring in, in Preston. Come down. No. It's, every, it's great time. A lot of great way to meet people. Question seven. Come on, side bottom. Who wrote that? Come on, side bottom. Declan. Yes, Declan. Kelly. You are correct. Yes, another point for Kelly. Congratulations. Thank you. What was that about again? I can't remember. The footballer sits not oh, sit side bottom, still side bottom. Side bottom. Come on, that's you a had funny. Money on. That's a funny surname. I, I do side like, bottom. But you didn't, yeah. you didn't write it. You didn't write it as it, if it was a surname. You wrote it as inside and bottom. Yeah. So yeah. But it, it is yeah. an extraordinary like. It is an extraordinary sort of comical name to yeah. give your kids. Steel yeah. side bottom. Like yeah. it's a bad like putting a. It's a Rick Mayall character. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I was going to say carry on character. Yeah. Like oh, it yeah. is, yeah. and as someone who was picked on a bit for their name at school, Declan Fay, Declan Gay, you know, <laughs> and, <laughs> too much Kelly, a little bit. <laughs> now they nailed it back in school, Dick. They nailed it back yep. then. Yeah. I think the response is pretty. I pretty really right on. didn't. I didn't. I was like. In that monosecond, I was like, what could they possibly say? Yeah. Like, Declan Faye? Declan's a beautiful name. Faye? Okay. Every I did four primary schools, and so and ah. each time, oh, every man. time they read the the role, it would be someone would... <laughs> they'd get to Declan Faye, and there would be a guy, Declan Gay. Yeah. <laughs> every time. Kids are brutal. And then they morphed it to, like, they then, like, warped it when they got sick of it. It was Dickless Gay, and then, <laughs> they can't... And then, it, and then it just became fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't your name. Maybe it was you. <laughs> uh, next question. Kids, kids can be cruel, or they can be right. Yeah. In <laughs> some cases. Yeah, no, I have sy- all I'm saying is I have sympathy for Steel Sidebottom. There's yeah. no way Side he bottom. wasn't copying it for yeah. that at... Uh, uh, at yeah. school, absolute gun steel side bottom. <laughs> you would know. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hang, hang out at the, the Lexus Centre. Amazing, <laughs> amazing thing of steel side bottom plays for Collingwood. He can. Sorry, Josh. I know you're moving us on, but he can pick. Uh, he remembers the boots that players wear. So you can type. Uh, it's a classic side bottom so trait. Patrick yeah. Dangerfield, and he will say Nike with a black with a yellow stripe. That's and because when he was a kid, he was. Told, don't make eye contact. Then they'll they'll pick on you yeah. if you make eye contact. So he's just looking yeah. at his shoes, <laughs> looking at feet All the right. whole time. Yeah, it's an amazing um, 
worthless power to have. Yeah. Mm. Here we go. Next question. I just said the words out loud, fuck, I love Audi. Not sure if I've reached a truly enlightened state or this is just a desperate cry for help. Kelly. Yes, Kelly. I think it's Declan. You are correct. Yes, yep. it was Declan. Mm. Point there for Kelly. He's, he has a family. It's important. Aldi. <laughs> I don't think I've ever oh, stepped foot in an Aldi. I thought you said Aldi. Yeah. Mate, those... I was like, oh. Ironically, I also do You're actually listening. think the design of Aldi's is quite aesthetically beautiful, the mm. car. But it was Aldi. Oh, Aldi. Those middle aisles, though, you can Man. find anything there. It's the best. What is going... But seriously, what's going on at the checkouts at Aldi? Oh, Yeah. That's, like you're having, yeah. is, you're all enjoying that. Yeah. I mean, no. it is a grim nightmare. And ev- why is everybody nuts at Aldi? <laughs> like everybody's crazy. No personal space, just fifty items right here. <laughs> what? No bags. The guy's sitting down. Oh, it's a freak out every time. I've never been into an Aldi, so got to go in there oh, for the. the um, they're sitting down at the register, are they? They're sitting down, and then if you don't know how it all works, they're like, hey, buddy, you we didn't buy you. a bag? Like, yeah. <laughs> work it out. Oh, all the right. people oh. behind you will kill you if are it's, they, like, holding right. up the line. Are there rules at Aldi? I've only walked around yeah, them. Yeah, just I've never move it or lose it. And if you go to buy the alcohol out of the locked box, I mean, Ooh. you just throw everything into a complete... <laughs> <laughs> world of hurt. They have so, to get out of their chair. They got to find a set of keys. The people behind with frozen fish that'll last them months are furious. <laughs> so I had a few reasons for saying that I like it. The first is that it's because it's got that mid aisle of the weird. There'll yeah. be a tent and a hammock and a toy and a Frank Sinatra album. And that's not me. That oh, I've seen all of those things in there. <laughs> but it's it's on one. It's a really great thing for distracting your kid in the shops because they can look through. There was a giant like. Uh, like one of those sort of gizmo Barbie cars from Gremlins, but oh, yep. that a kid could ride. And this oh. Audi had it was out of the box, and my kid was like loving it. And so it distracts them. But then the second reason was that on the, my my younger kid is obsessed with a particular brand of icy pole and won't eat any other type of icy pole. And so. I buckled and went to get it, and they had run out. So your your kid only eats German icy pops. <laughs> it is a very obscure sort of yogurt, like but covered in like a like a sort of you know like it's covered in something. Yeah. And uh, he then yeah, and they were run out. And I went and spoke to the guy. I said, "Is there any chance you have this brand out the back?" And he went and looked, and he had one box left oh, out the back. Mate. So that was oh. that was the reason I put I love. Aldi, like I genuinely on that day, if you know you're going to return home victorious and the kid's not going to tear the house apart, that that is a reason to love Aldi. It's a very lovely story. What a delightful yeah. story about childhood obesity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my kid is diabetic now. And Speaking of lovely stories, our last tweet for the round, have some balls and go shave them. Who wrote that? Michael. Yes, Michael. Uh, uh, on the ball theme, Nick. You are correct. Yeah. Yes, it was, Nick. Oh, yes. Well, that's strange. Scrotally fixated, Yeah, absolutely. Nick. <laughs> I mean, you've embarrassed me, Josh. It, it now looks like that's all I think what, about. What, shave? Uh, yeah, I Itchy? mean. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it, it seems strange to me. I agree with you. So uh, <laughs> it must have been uh, must have been a time. Have some balls and go shave them. Mm. Do you go shave them? Yeah. Have Cause some Because all, all comedy comes from a truth. Uh, so, so the idea being that the balls, have some balls, meaning you don't have the courage yeah. to go and yeah. shave them. Can't stomach off. it. Shave the balls off. You're too yellow to shave just, your balls. Just, but get some courage and castrate yourself <laughs> with a shaver from Shaver Shop. Or from Aldi. There's a yeah. very good deal, oh, actually. Man, that you, know, you can buy... 
400 shavers for uh, scrotal shavers for $2.99. <laughs> At the end of the round, the scores are Michael on two points. Hey! Kelly on two points. Whoa. Nick on two points. But in the lead on three points is Declan Faye. Yeah. Yes. This round is called Yearbook. Now, in this round, we go back in time to someone's younger days and talk about an event that has stayed with us. Now, today, we're talking about a young Nick Maxwell. Now, uh. when Nicholas was a young man, he went to see Melbourne comedian and writer... <gasps> Ray Matson do a gig that was a dinner and a show. At the gig, a man heckled and Ray put the man in his place. But what did Nick witness the man do next? Was it A, the man picked up his fork and with all the fury of a man who'd just been embarrassed, he held it under the table and bent it in half? Was it B, the man picked up his steak and went to throw it at the stage without realising the pepper sauce flew off behind him and sprayed a woman who was sitting behind him? The woman's husband then punched the man in the back of the head and the gig was cancelled? Or was it C, the man picked up his drink, tipped it on his own head, tried to rip the tablecloth off before marching himself out of the venue? For years, Nick thought that this was all part of the show. Now, one of these is true. You can ask him as many questions as you want. Bear in mind he wants you to get it wrong, so he'll be bluffing. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. Can I just say, it's amazing, because obviously Nick and I have done a podcast for nine years and you do think you've heard every shit story that someone's got <laughs> and it's sort of often in triplicate. So you don't know this story? I had, and I even know Ray yes. and I don't know I don't know this story at all. Can I ask Ray? Who Ray, is Ray? Ray Matson. I've so never I, heard of this. Well I thought it'd be a, a good Barry good, Award winner. A he, few people yeah. on this you know uh, panel know, know uh, Ray and I remember being a kid, I was a young kid, I think I got into the comedy club underage uh, to see this uh, and I wasn't getting the dinner and show by the way because that would have cost extra. But, uh, and so it's interesting that we went on to work with Ray years Ray later. Ray became the – Ray was in Brian Munich and Friends that won the Barry in 2001. It was yep. 2001. And then it also he became he head writer of Rove for many years. Head writer of Spicks and Specs. Yeah, 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 My yeah, season yeah. of Spicks and Specs. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Right, 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 right. Good so, man. I, look, it's amazing that I haven't heard this story from either of you. The fork bending – is like very is it Yuri Gagarin yeah, that bends Yuri the Geller. forks? Yuri Geller. Who is Yuri Gagarin? He's the first. He was the, yeah, yeah. He's Russian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm mixing up my so Yuri's. many thoughts in your Yuri brain. Yuri Geller's <laughs> famous for Don Lane kicking him off the show. Oh, really? mid mid show. Yeah, called, yeah. Him, called him a um, you're a hack. No, kind called him a con, con man. man yeah. yeah, said get off the show, and then Don Lane actually walked off his own show. Wow. Mm. <laughs> wow. So I love a car crash. Yeah. Nick, Nick and I were always obsessed with the. Normie Rowe and oh, Bruce Ruckett punching on on the midday show. <laughs> yeah. I was home from school that day. I was oh, at my nan's win. and I watched it. It was so great. <laughs> Do you know what? I was. We were on holidays. It was school holidays in Melbourne and we were, we watched that show every day. And on that particular day, mum goes, you're not watching TV and took us for a walk on the beach and I missed the only interesting oh, thing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What are you talking about? Wally the Worker? He was always yeah. interesting. I can't believe it. Uh, but the... <sighs> so the three options again? So... Bent, yeah. bent a fork, yeah. threw a steak and got punched, or tipped his own drink on his head, tried to rip off the tablecloth, stormed oh, out. I want it to be the third one, so could you tell me what drink yeah. it might be? Well, it would have a little uh, pina colada, or something like that, like a tropical Some kind style. of cocktail of yeah, some type. Like, Where was it? I want to say Fluffy Duck, but I don't actually <laughs> know if that's a real drink. Yeah, I, I just always that... wish that was a drink, so I'd say more something like that, like a, a pre-dinner cocktail. I'm already a bit suspect by the fact I feel like pina colada and Fluffy Duck are a bit above the powers of the bartenders at a comedy club. Yeah. <laughs> Is that where it was? They walk the around club? going, uh, I think Martini, it was at the comedy stuff? club, yes. And I think I was underage, so I just want to keep saying that. Uh, <laughs> and the other one was through pepper sauce. 
couple so of steaks. Threw the steak, sauce flew up behind. So, you oh, know, you get swing. a steak covered in, a, you know, you either, you know, what, you, what's the steak, Diane? I don't know. You okay. get mushroom sauce, you get your peppercorn sauce. You know, because I love having very, the peppercorns in there because you love chewing down okay. on a peppercorn. It's very, you can often catch people out on the detail here. Mm-hmm. Peppercorn sauce. What do they say? Is very specific. <laughs> it's very, like, how would you have clocked? Because most people, some people could look at a well, because you, you know, so you often you get a minute steak and it'll have the uh, the peppercorns. So it's just a brown sauce like all the other sauces, except you can see the peppercorns. So you know that's the pepper. But that's like that's almost like X-ray vision <laughs> if you can spot <laughs> tiny. He peppercorns. was a young teen, so he probably uh, and I didn't really teen. understand <laughs> great the humor, eyes. so I was just going like, look at all them peppercorns, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what 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 started this this uh, uh, fray? Like what happened before? Well, so it? okay, so I have to say this because uh, um, I do remember a little bit. So Ray was talking about he had a great sort of persona on stage. Was the idea that he was so poor? You know, Bill Gates has got X amount of money, mm. and um, whereas he's on his knees in the kitchen coming to the gig trying to fish a, a dollar out from under his stove, mm. and it turns out to be the twist top to a VB. I've obviously butchered that, but it was, you know, so it was that kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, then somehow he got on to. Um, the movie Train Spotting, which obviously would have been popular. That probably, uh, I don't know the year of Train Spotting. Would fit in, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. would fit in. So he get, gets onto Train Spotting and he's doing a joke about Train Spotting. And uh, the guy next to me goes, um, Down the S bend. But <laughs> he yelled out because Renton goes in yeah. after his suppository yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's trying to add to the joke of going down the S bend. But Ray didn't hear that. And no one could hear it. And why would you yell that yeah. out anyway? Yeah. And so he's gone, what, down the ESPY? Oh, we're not at the ESPY, mate. You don't know where you are, blah, blah, blah. And then they had some sort of punchline. And then this sort of infuriated the guy to, you know, do what he did. I'm going to go with the drink over the head and then pulling of the uh, tablecloth. Because okay. I, I want that one to be true. So Michael thinks C, Declan. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. The because a fork, you, you said, oh, I thought it was part of the show. It's like, what a weird thing to put in a show, a guy bending a fork under the table. So, and then what uh, did he do with the fork? Like what? He bent the fork and then what happened? Just He got the fork and just bent it under the table, furious. Yeah. It, it, but I mean, how did you know he did that? Like you saw him do that and he went, ha-ha, and lifted it up? I feel like I'm missing I something. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So it... it I... That... It seems like the I've tone now lost that... the understanding of how bluffing works. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you, you said that to Kelly in a way like you've just been caught by your wife. Like, Nick, where have you? Why are you home at four a.m.? I know, and you, I yeah. don't. I'm always home at four a.m. What are you talking what, about? Why did you get like four hundred dollars yeah. out of the ATM at three yeah. in the morning? What's going I on? I don't know what to you say. You smell to that. of perfume, and you've got <laughs> lipstick on your collar. Um, okay, so we th- th- we know it's not the fork because you start you you your balls. <laughs> Up. So I did um, a good job there, yeah. So it's and I don't. But I, I'm going to go. With no, the, I think I've done a bad job. <laughs> I'm going to go with the drink over the head. You think C as well? Steak. Yeah. And you think steak? B. Just to be different. Well, yeah. the correct answer was A. Here's the bluff king. It oh, was A. No way. Three oh. points there for Nick. You son of a dingbat. No. Oh, so doesn't... the SB bit is true. The mixer with the yeah, down so the spin. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And he said, um, you know, we're not at the SB, mate. You're a, you're a complete. Todger or whatever he said, yeah. and um, I just remember being absolutely terrified because no, everyone else is just laughing and looking yeah. the other way, and it was just me and this guy, and I just watched him grab his fork <laughs> and just <laughs> bend it in half. 
And then did what? Nothing. And then just, just put it on the table just, gently? No, I think he just... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think he, I don't know, I don't think he put it back up. I think he just bent it in half let and then let it go and was like, I need another fork. Yeah. Well, he probably didn't oh, say that. I would have, the only way that gets better is I would have loved if out of just pure stubbornness, like my dad would have been the kind of guy to go, nah, I'm eating this steak with my yeah. bent fork for the, on an awkward angle for the rest of the night. I just, I just remember feeling that sort of thread of violence and just going, don't laugh, don't yeah. laugh. Good fork bending, buddy. There is a certain man who doesn't like not being the funniest person in the yeah. room. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And having to join it and then go, oh, and then just yeah. getting that aggression out mm. somewhere. That guy on, on got really fork. aggressive and then he spent the rest of the night stabbing people from around corners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at the end of that round, the scores are Michael Salon two points, Kelly Salon two points, Declan Salon three points, but now in front on five points is Nick Maxwell. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The bluff has just put you over the top. Ooh la la. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. Now in this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. You get a point if you get it correctly. A point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So the first one to Nick. Now, when Michael was 16, he got blackout drunk at a party and spewed in his school bag. The next day he got home and told his family that someone else vomited in the bag and absolutely no one believed him. Yeah or no? You can ask him as many questions as you want. The f- uh, so your family didn't believe me? Family didn't believe me, yep. The family were like, You've done it again, Michael. Well, not done it again, this, no. No, but they're like, clearly, come on. I think they thought the idea that it was strange that you'd brought somebody else's spew into the house <laughs> after probably travelling on public transport for 45 minutes or so. you been at a party? I'd been at a party the night before and stayed over at that friend's place. What, what year was this, Josh? Uh, what Michael year? was 16. 16, so 16. 2008. So 16, so like year 10 or 11? <laughs> were, you, were you drinking to black out the fact that you had taken your school bag to a party. Well, no, that was like just a handy bag to take clothes, change of clothes or whatever. So straight yeah. to know. the party after Maybe. school, I'm, just straight in there. I might have had to... I, I so think, go to a friend's house to change into your best clothes. I went to a fr- the friend's place to bartend for their sister's 21st. And so... I might have take, had to take a change of clothes. Maybe they asked us to wear a And did you get blackout because you were like... Probably having one, one for you, one, one for me. But when you're that age, it's probably like one for you, one for me. That's that's too much. Uh, <laughs> I say, Michael, um, were you someone who was known to get a bit crook on the alcohol at that age? That's why no one believed you. Uh, I don't. No, I wouldn't have been. No, no. no so no. this was the first like time that people were like, oh, here he is. Yeah, look, I probably man. I probably went to rehab for the first time. I was about thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stayed pretty good after that. Had a bit of the Drew Barrymore's about me. You wish. <laughs> and I'm a very good actress. <laughs> Little boy lost. I'm going to go, yeah. You are correct. That yeah. is all true. Yes. 
I had to go off, I think, about half an hour. I think I was in a hurry. I think I had to get home like 10 a.m. and then go off and play in like an indoor soccer thing with my brother. He had a little team that I joined in. <laughs> and I have a memory of my mum like in the backyard hosing out my bag and just going, oh. this is fucking not what I want to do right now. 16. Poor person. Oh, Poor lady. Yeah. Uh. It's when, it, when your family is having to sort of make up for a bodily yeah. function of yours. <laughs> it's, it's a real walk of shame. <laughs> okay, so to Kelly. Yeah. When Declan was working for Cricket Australia, he had to record a sketch with Mark Taylor, former captain. <laughs> and as a joke, Declan asked him about Fujitsu. <laughs> and Mark very earnestly told him how great that company is and excitedly told him about a new air conditioner. Declan felt so bad that he pretended that he was really interested in air conditioners. Oh, yeah man. or nah? Oh, boy. Uh, I, th- I feel... So, how long did you pretend to be interested? In air conditioners? Yeah. For the length of the interview, because it's yeah. Mark Taylor was the you know captain of the Australian cricket team, and right. I, I thought he would go along with the joke, and yeah. so you, you're then trapped in the joke for you, the remainder of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you sw- like, were you sweating? Because you don't strike me as someone who could hold it in for very long. Who could hold the pressure in? I've got a very good game face oh, when it oh, comes great. to those things. Great. And I sort of, I snap into with those people. I don't actually like the character that I snap into with those people. I sort of <laughs> become a bit more of an Aussie. Ah, oh, you'll be right, mate. It'll be okay. I'm like that love. with trade, tradesmen. Oh, I, I drop it. about three octaves. Yeah. 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 So, I, so do I. I snapped into that character. But were you being, you, were, 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 can I ask a question? Yeah. Were you being offensive or were you just sort of like trying to be like, well, not, like, uh, you know, jovial? Thought he might to, catch smell of your joke and. You're always trying to find on. something funny about the person and there's not much funny about Mark Yeah, what do you relate to him about? He... He, he's tubby. Well, that's my only, my oh, you don't want to. That's not. Come on. Mate. The only other well, weird name thing Mark that Tubby Taylor. Yeah, but that's like when someone calls you fatty arbuckles. You know what I mean? Like it's like maybe he doesn't like it. Well, people aunt, called me Belly when I was growing up. Not a great certain, you know, nickname. Okay. Oh, it's still better than Dick <laughs> sorry, Nelly. Gate. Dick but the, Gate. <laughs> the, with, the thing with Mark Taylor is I've got weird associations with him because my dad like loved cricket and would sit there. I've actually told this to Nick, who found it quite amusing, but. My dad. We'll, we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> I, my, no, actually, I think the listeners will be. So yeah. my, my dad was obsessed with Mark Taylor. He had about 19 innings in a row when he was captain where he didn't hit a 50. And yep. he was really struggling. And they kept him in because they'd never axed a captain while they were I captain. I remember that. And my dad, I can tell you the F word. Yeah. And this, my dad would, would oh, sit on, there. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> my dad, father. Yeah. My dad would lie. I remember him lying on the couch during that particular Ashes tour. And Taylor went out again. And I remember my dad, he'd just sort of say it to anyone that was in the room. He goes, right. This bloke's a fucking asshole. If he cared about this team, he would fucking drop himself. I don't even give a fuck if he makes a hundred in the next game. And Taylor made a hundred in yeah. the next game and broke it. And he had this real thing that if you're letting the team down, he mm. should have dropped himself out of loyalty. What what was that score he did make? Three thirty three thirty three. And then and he, he declared declared because he, he didn't, didn't want to think he should beat the record. The yeah, Bradman's record. And then who beat it? Someone then went ahead. Brian and Matthew Moore. Hayden. 
Yeah, did made he get three, three, three. Four, I think he made three sixty against yeah. uh, Bangladesh. That was one in the eye for Tubby. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just sort of thought, yeah, I didn't like Taylor doing that either. That seemed a bit of a martyr act. But yeah, my dad had a real loathing of Mark Taylor, and so did you tell him about that? No. That, that <laughs> was what was that was going on in the back of my mind oh, yeah, that right. my my association with him is like because right. I think Steve was great, but I just had my dad's voice going. Right, he's a fucking fuck asshole. asshole. Did yeah. you have that in your head? You like the question you want to ask? Like, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> you should step down as captain of Fujitsu. <laughs> so, where did you work for Cricket Australia? Cricket Australia was a series of comedy sketches that uh, Michael was also in in the end of 2008, going into 2009, and they just had us interview different people, do a couple of sketches. Or it was Deck and Chamber at the Cricket. That's what it was called. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I think. I remember this. Who yeah. else? Uh, what other people did you use? We did. We had Nathan Bracken. We found him a bowling celebration because he was looking for a bowling celebration. So what was the sketch with Mark Taylor? What did you guys end up that doing? That was a purely a interview. We did a thing where we did a red carpet for the big for Boxing Day, okay. and we set it up at the members' entrance. Like, what are people wearing? And we just thought that would be amusing to do a red carpet on the first morning of the cricket. I feel like I want to say now nah, because I feel like it's true, but it was someone else. With something else, not Mark Taylor. So you're going to say no? Nah. nah. You are correct. Thank yes, you. it wasn't true. Yeah. Well done. Well, golly, golly. I, I tried to stay a bit quiet then, and then you brought me into it. Yeah. And I yeah. thought, well, that doesn't that give it more of a reality to it? <laughs> well, I was trying to make it was real. Yeah. And I tried, but the thing is, it was actually Michael that asked the Fujitsu question. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, you said something like, we are here with Mark Taylor, who is... Uh, a master in the ancient art of Fujitsu. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And Mark Taylor just paused and didn't know how to respond. And I think, I actually do think he's a bit sensitive about the Fujitsu thing. Okay. Because he because can't of, pronounce it. He that says was the fi- whole thing. Yeah. He says, says Fujitsu. Yeah. And you'd think if you were being the sponsor of. So we, you were. It was it was quite close. Michael did it. He paused and did an awkward pause, and then he he got it like a lot of those media trained guys. He got it back on track, and it was fine. But the rest of it was a bit dull, and we ended up cutting. We cut it. So that it was literally the only bit that we used was Michael going, we're here with Mark Taylor, former Australian captain and master of the ancient art of Fujitsu, left the long pause and cut it. <laughs> and Cricket Australia were really annoyed because they said we'd embarrassed a former captain and they'd oh, made an br- oh. shame. <laughs> yeah. Shame. And I said to them, well, he's a fucking <laughs> yeah. asshole. And then you say, well, wait about 15 years and the next oh, captain's yeah. going to bring heaps of shame on you. Well, that's, yeah. yeah, exactly. So anyway, it, it was it was incorrect, but it, it was a... It was in a sh- I was wary of this one. Josh put it in a shady area because yeah. Michael did actually ask the question. Yeah. All, right. All right, so to Michael. Now, Nick secretly loves drinking the water from the salad spinner after he spun his salad leaves. Awesome. He loves drinking the <laughs> wow. water. That's fantastic. Uh, again, I want this one to be true. What do you, what do you find fantastic about the taste? <clears throat> well, it's just all that dirt and grit and slime <laughs> that most people hate on their salad leaves. And I just find having it condensed into a, a, a delicate juice is just, um, <laughs> well, it's a perfect way to start a meal. I don't use them a great deal. So do they, does it, the water form at the bottom or do you have to tip it out? Oh, you don't some... use them a great deal? Oh, well. No. Ah. no. Uh, so I, don't, quite, I, I can't say I've owned one probably in my entire life. You've never owned a salad spinner? No. How no. do you wash your salad leaves? I maybe run them under water in a sieve. 
Okay. Can I oh, just well, say that's, a, that's yeah. actually that's probably a classier way to do just it. Just to give a context, <laughs> I was with somebody doing Michael's podcast in his house a while ago, and we opened the fridge to get some milk for a coffee. Oh, this is going to be a fucking stitch up, eh? <laughs> <laughs> stitch up. The only thing in there aside from milk was a salad spinner. <laughs> so he's lying. Was a was a rotten apple, and the person that was there got to keep the rotten ones. And the person that was there with me said. That doesn't look at all like a serial killer's fridge. Yeah, I don't think that's quite... I don't. Think, I think it would have been empty. The milk would have been there. I don't think it would have had a rotten apple. I don't really buy apples. But also at the same time, mate, when you live alone, you live alone, you buy yeah. day by day. You yeah. don't buy day by day. I don't know where I'm going to be eating tonight. Yeah. Day by day. <laughs> I don't know where my meals are coming from. Yeah. So, so why buy extra? You when don't, you don't go meal rotten. plan for the week? You don't go Monday ride? Write a list down of what you're going to have every meal. It's go hard. out and buy it. Impulsive, man. Impulsive. <laughs> He's hey? like, he could eat the rotten apple yeah. or he could... Yeah. Yeah, it's like for me, it's like Uber Eats, but at the shop. <laughs> uh, do you pour it into a cup or anything? Yeah. So what? Uh, yeah. So you spin your leaves, and then the water will sort of go slightly green. It's very satisfying to then drain out. Your leaves are all perfectly dry, and I just drain it out into a little little crystal Scotch glass mm-hmm. and uh, knock it back as I. Uh, a really very dirty. specific cup. It's dirty water. Yeah, just a little it's bit got of the, the nutrients of the green. leaves. It's, like it's, a, it's like dirty. A, it's like a free green juice, you know, <laughs> with all these yeah. um, people buy. You've got buy. too much time in your hands. <laughs> have you ever it's found like any... a free wheatgrass. Have you no. ever found anything in it? Oh, yeah, like little bugs and worms and <laughs> shit. Oh, this is, all right. You're putting great shame on the spot salad spinner. This is... I'm going to say I'm going to say no, just by the fact it's it's too weird. You are correct. Yes, yeah. I, was, I, was not <laughs> I did a tried. I mean, he's weird, but it's not that weird. Like, yeah. But <laughs> you, told, you told me you do you get great joy out of spinning the leaves. Well, so no, so I hate that because the, the salad spinners are generally, I mean, unless you've got some great one, but I find they're all plastic. It doesn't quite fit together, and yeah. it's really annoying, and it spins. But then once you've spun it, the leaves are beautifully dry, mm. and then there's this this. Uh, sort of almost euphoric as you just tip the juice into the sink and go like, oh, look at that come off. That's that's liquid I could never have got off those leaves. Take that water. Got you. Got your good one. I really enjoy that that's where you sort of get your sexual thrills. Yeah. Is the salad spill water being tipped into the sink. Your moment of zen every day, Mm. yes. Everything's right with the world at that point. I get off on peel and skin off a chicken breast. There's something about it coming oh. off. I'm like, yeah, that feels right. Oh, yeah, that feels that... right. Oh, boy. Did you eat the skin or do you uh, no. Yeah, I mean, it's it's right. would, yeah, and actually, it's a very rare occasions, but I prefer the skin on it. But there's something about that feeling of, of pulling that off that yeah. I go, that's, that's sick. Yeah. <laughs> I, put it a is. Little, I put a little cup and I drink it. <laughs> so, to oh, Declan. Now, Kelly ah. and her flatmates have mm-hmm. a dog. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, we've already established that. Mm-hmm. And one day, while Kelly's flatmate was walking the dog, it shat out a condom. <laughs> Kelly's flatmate picked it up and brought it home and told Kelly that they might need to start Marie Kondoing their house. Mm. Oh. Marie Kondo's I... very good with condoms, by the way. <laughs> Use condoms. She's, you roll Does them. Yeah, I, yeah, you I roll them. Like that is the next Nick Giannopoulos character is Marie Condom. <laughs> <laughs> Just walks around your house going, your friend is there, more friend is there. Um, does Marie Condom put Frangers into your house or take them out? <laughs> take some, I don't know. Marie Condom. <laughs> um, yeah, cool, thanks. Um, <laughs> you roll them and you stack them. Because <laughs> well, Nick and I had the pleasure of, uh, a li- uh, Nick found in an op shop in, uh, in, a biz- in one of those sort of bizarre shops 
a magazine in Adelaide, a magazine called that Nick Giannopoulos was on the cover of before he was like massively famous, Nick Giannopoulos, he was sort of semi-famous. And it was called, he's sitting on the front of a car and the magazine is a short-lived magazine called Chariots of the Wogs. <laughs> And Nick Giannopoulos is on it. Is it a Rolls Royce? Yeah, with fluffy dice. It's hilarious. With fluffy dice as his balls on the cover. And he writes as a character inside the magazine called Spiro (laughs) Sakamagoulis. I think that's funny. It is funny. For the listeners, I'm laughing because that is actually funny. That is great. Spiro (laughs) Sakamagoulis. It's as if it was a surname, yes. but it, yeah. yeah. It brings me back to the twelfth man. But the problem is he, he overeggs the joke. It goes for pages and pages. It's a diary of Spiro Sakamagulis yeah. oh, and like right. all the nightclubs he goes to and doesn't he how to pick up in Mac. Was there ever a second? We don't know if there was ever a second publications magazine, but it was a real magazine. It was. A I want to know magazine. how you pick up in Maccas. And they've yeah. actually got in the magazine. They've also got an honorary walk, which is is it Bruce Ruxton? Is the <laughs> No, no. I'm going to forget. He had a fantastic oh. car phone this week. Oh, who was it? And they called... Oh, it was your go- guy. Wasn't it Normie Rowe? No, it was Ron Casey. Ron, Ron Casey. Oh. It was Ron Casey. And they've given him a, a te- they've given him a, a wog name. And he's called Ronaldo Cassie. <laughs> and he's talking about his car and how the best ways to... Anyway, and we've... Before Ron Casey punched Normie Rowe, he said, suck my ghoulies. <laughs> ghoulies anyway, is a great word. That is just some of the joys of the Chariots of the Wogs magazine. But but back to Jimmy and his condominating ways. Uh, it's G- Jimmy so, chocolate bars. What was it? Chocolate chip. G- Jimmy chocolate chip. It's an. It's literally as you went through it. I I swung with certainty from true, not true, true, not mm. true. But like literally every third word of it. Whew, it's so it pooed out a condom. Mm. I was going to say yes because it's so specifically mm. odd, but then your housemate picked it up. Mm. What, why did you question your housemate why she picked – how did she pick it up? In the, um, the poopy-doo bags. Yeah. Um, but she brought it back to show me because she was quite furious yeah. about the whole ordeal and to prove to me. But also uh, a few days earlier yeah. he had eaten chocolate and that was her fault. Yeah, right. So now we're even – but well. how? What the? Did, how did she? Why did she? Because there's a few of you in the house. Why did mm. she assume that the condom was yours? No, no. There's only two of us in the house. Okay. So and, and she knew it wasn't hers. She knew it wasn't hers because she'd already had a house Marie condomed. She, she <laughs> was. She's barebacking. That's a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, roll, roll. yeah. <laughs> um, God, it's so oddly specific. Yeah. Because I, I did have a – I had a friend whose dog would eat their socks and yep. then poo the socks out, like, whole, which I don't know what, how a dog's stomach I've heard that. works. That, We've that... Had a, uh, I've had a comic staying with me uh, the last few days. Do who... the same thing, eat socks. <laughs> no, and then... no, no, her, no, her parents are vets and we were talking about it and she said it's like one of the number one things that dogs eat. There's something about it where they just get it. And, but socks is for big dogs a big one. Condoms for small dogs is a, the biggest because I, I, I've been really ashamed about it. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes. It's true. You are incorrect. Completely oh. <laughs> for Kelly. Woo! Oh. Uh, so the truth is he did do the condom, but yep. I found it. He pooped it out on my watch. 
and we didn't do anything and I didn't show anyone You didn't about thrash it. him with a switch? No, 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 no. As far as I was concerned, he pooped it out. We didn't need to take him to the vet. Everything was fine. And when's he fight again? Well, yeah. <laughs> but it was my condom, definitely, but it did have the chocolate a few days oh, earlier. I should have so. asked as I was asking yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. Was it a, like... It yeah. was in the bin. He, I didn't even know he ate it. Uh, he went through the bin yeah. at a time we had no idea. And then for the day before, he was acting weird. Sounds like a and big Valentine's Day for Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and it's just so disgusting. It's disgusting. Anyway, but uh, I mean, Seals is very happy that I am practicing safe sex. Uh, good good for me. Anyway, but he, yeah, he was acting weird the day before. So we were going to take him to the vet anyway. Yeah. And then I took him for a walk in my lunch break. I went to went home in my lunch break just to check up on him because he was acting weird. Luckily, it happened before you took him to the vet, dude. Well, they would have taken him off you. <laughs> we still <laughs> took him to the vet. We're like, he had a condom, and the guy's like, happens all the time. Okay, don't worry about it. Cool. I just had a dog eat my condom here <laughs> at the vets. It makes me sound whorish, well, it's but waiting. I'm not. It's like the first condom that that's been. Like that. Oh shit! I know, but yeah. some people are. Ugh. I'm no, like, for one thing, I'm no. not. I'm respecting myself. And number two, <laughs> number two, it's funny. Uh, it's always, like at least, it's the first condom we've had in the house yep. since we've had the dog. Uh, and he he found it. So now we have a whole strategic thing about how we deal with the rubbish bin. Little slipping Jimmy. <laughs> He's so cute though. And, and I just got a message before we started about something else he ate that Celia sent to me. Okay. A mandarin. No, it was a protein bar. <laughs> oh. Well, that's bad. There's chocolate on that. But they can, apparently it's like we worry yeah, about it was dog vanilla. chocolate. Oh, that was yeah. all right. See, I was very worried about the chocolate thing, but apparently they need to eat yeah. like a no, whole block. No, we took him. No, no, yeah. no. We took him and they were like, we're glad you took Like, How much did he eat? We don't know, but apparently when he vomited it all, everything up, it was heaps. It went, yeah. And it was on the table. He manoeuvred his way onto the table because he's very agile. He's a little puppy dog. Yeah, you got to yes. thrash him with a switch. So chocolate-flavoured condoms. Like, oh, mate. Yeah. Instant, <laughs> instant death. I love him. Okay, and then around the scores are Michael on three points, Declan on three points, Kelly on four points, but in the lead on six points is Nick Maxwell. Oh, I don't know how that happened. That is ridiculous. All right, this is our final round. It's Ooh. called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions about you four. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You can't buzz in for your own ones. Mm-hmm. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. The only round mm-hmm. you can lose points. Hey, wait a second. So yeah. ten questions about us four. Yep. And you... Yes. Holding your hands up to say stop talking. I'm back because no, no. you're about to expose a I'm huge flaw, a huge flaw in the logic of this final segment. No, what's the, what's <laughs> you shouldn't be shouldn't it be like twelve? So you have three about each of us. Because if I can't, I have three questions here. Or if I have four questions here about me, I can't buzz in because they're mine. Therefore, they are, the others get an unfair advantage. Because you can lose points. It's the fifty-fifty thing every time. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. Back. I didn't hear that. Bit. <laughs> Jesus Mike Christ! I was very concerned about the integrity of, <laughs> a, of a podcast I quiz. Yeah. But I don't know. I think by taking the points away. <laughs> Anyway. All right, question I, one. I, I'm on to you, Earl. I'm on to you. Any mathematicians listening or statisticians? Chuck <laughs> them away. Let me know, let me know if <laughs> the, the game is flawed. Let's bring this shit down. Okay, question one. Who used to think they were secretly giving people the finger behind two-way mirrored glass and you discover it was just a window? Kelly. Declan. Yes, I heard Kelly first. Uh, I, I'm going to have to say Nicholas. You are correct. Yes, it was Nick. Yes. Just got something angry about him. <laughs> Fuck you, Carl. How, how old were you when you realised it was just a just a window? I don't know why. I was just I, I just I was just dumb. I kept why getting it wrong. No, I wasn't angry. I was like I was once on the restaurant tram and once in a restaurant, <laughs> and I was just in my mind I was assured that this glass they couldn't see, but I had to test it. And instead of just testing it with something small, I 
I'd give someone the finger and they'd go like, fuck you! And they'd stop, fuck this kid in there! And I was like, go, Tram, go! Run, run, run! More microwave steak! It's a restaurant tram, though. It doesn't go very fast. No. Question two. Who recently got kicked out of a video store? Declan. Yes, Declan. Michael. You are correct, yes. (laughs) Proudest moment of my life. In Hobart? Uh, no, I just went in to get out of the rain very quickly and the guy uh, walking around, I was the only one in there, surprised, and the guy said, yeah, can I help you? I said, no. He said, are you a member? I said, no. He said, members only. And I had video to leave, store. I I had to that, leave yeah. the video shop. I thought that would have been a year now. Nah, like, there are no video stores. Yeah. <laughs> video it's, store. a, it's an adult video store, is it? Is that oh, what it was? It no, can't... no, it's just a general, just a it's very a, small one. Like, one, one of the, the one holding on. Dude, you could have bought the place right then and there. I know, I know. I was You'd like, love it with all the VHS. Yeah, <laughs> suck it to me. All right, question three. Who wants to split their pants getting onto stage? Nick. Yes, Nick. Declan. No, that was Kelly. <laughs> oh. <gasps> I just thought Declan would like a story about himself like that. <laughs> <laughs> the jeans had already frayed. I don't know if that's a Did backhanded compliment or a front-handed criticism. Are uh, you just in love with yourself? <laughs> uh, oh, so what happened? Did you? I'm not, they were already. Fra- I'm very Italian, so the first place to go on all my jeans, uh, which is why I'm wearing a skirt today, because my jeans I have to get a new pair of jeans. Anyway, the middle inside is the first place to just fray away, fray away, and then at, before you know it, like it's just like I, last. I don't night. think that's an Italian thing. My my jeans do that too. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I, we've got big. I've got, oh, uh, Josh, cultural appropriation. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Mine would do it quicker. Like these are like Levi's I've only had for like four months. It's a very specific. Oh, I thought they would have been uh, Bettina Liana's. Yeah, just for the listener, what, I can't what Michael just said, I, I am doing this podcast wearing a Native American headdress. Yeah. Just so, just so you know, because <laughs> I'm about to go to a festival. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Question four: Who, on a first date, had their date turn up and straight away say, oh, "I forgot my wallet" and just leave? Michael. Yes, Michael. I'm going to say Kelly because she does a pot about dates. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> He turned up and we went to get the drinks and he goes, oh, I got him, I got him, I got him. And then he went, oh, I've lost my wallet at home. I'll be back. And then left. Left <laughs> and left. Did he come back at all? Well, this is the thing. I'm like, what the fuck? And then the bartender's like, this is hilarious. I'm like, what do I do? So I pay for the drinks. I carry them outside, called Seals. I was like, what do I do? I'm like, how long? 25 minutes later, he still wasn't there. Uh, and I'm like, oh, he's left. He's seen me and he's gone home. No, and she's like, mate, don't worry. This is material, material. Don't <laughs> cry. It's okay. It's material, material. And I see him sauntering down the road going, I got it. Right. Came back after 25 minutes. Oh, thank God. I've oh, actually heard horrible. a good thing uh, the guy does to is uh, you in like summertime, you wear like little short shorts with no pockets and you go out and meet people and be like, oh, no, I don't have my wallet because I'm in my short shorts. <laughs> you get it. Mm-hmm. That's something I've heard a guy does. Oh, that, that's, that's a good thing. Well, no, it's just a thing. We, you could try it. I don't know if it works. Well, a bit rough. Who's, whose first podcast had to be scrapped because they recorded it with the microphone around the wrong way? Kelly. Yes, Kelly. Declan. Yes, you are correct. Thank yes, you. it was good. That could have technically also been <laughs> Nick. <laughs> no, because he was on the podcast. No, but I'd, surely I didn't do that. The wrong oh, way. Was my were... microphone the wrong way too? We were both around the wrong way. <laughs> oh, so we were oddly pointing at each other, but from a long way away. Oh, it was away. probably gold. Yeah. No headphones? Uh, how, many, how many episodes have you recorded that you have lost? Uh, well, there's one I didn't tell Nick about because <laughs> I felt I knew that he was really happy with what he taught. This is a long time ago. It's not, you know, it's not duplicitous now. We're about to hear the I, beginning of yeah. the end of the sweetest time. <laughs> Stay but tuned. I, I've only ever lost one whole episode and I couldn't. Something something corrupted somewhere, yeah, and well, I couldn't that's, it out. that's what he says. But he mm. was, I've I've heard that he was drifting on the Hume Highway. 
Well, I was editing it while <laughs> she I was... went up in flames. Yeah. Yeah. All gone. Question six: Who, after having their first kiss, had the person say to them, "Why did you do that?" Declan. Yes, Declan. Michael. You are correct. Oh. Yes, another point there for Declan. Why did you do that, Michael? Oh, wait, wait. I think I was like fucking was seven in, or something. You're in kindergarten. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's oh, young. She, I, no. Yeah. I don't, She's I, in vomiting. Ah. Uh, oh. Uh, d- d- uh, okay, that's you, a, you told me this a, a long time ago. Oh, really? So gotcha. Yeah, yeah, no, no. There, there was a girl like about three, four or five or something. <laughs> it was like second year kinder, I think. And and she liked me. And then and I was like, oh, girls, uh, yeah. Anyway, I was like, just like, oh, that'd be a nice thing to do. <laughs> Lunch, carry kiss and take. And she went, why did you do that? Oh God. Well, you said you were. Th- ah! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But you oh, were saying sorry. it was that you sorry. you were grossed out by girls, and then you thought it'd be a nice thing to do for uh, her, know, or nice, a nice thing to do in general. Uh, uh, like I'd actually, like to do. I, I can't remember like the title around. moment of it now, but I think it was more like this. Nice way to spend an afternoon. Might, this one might ha- make her happy. Yeah. I don't know. Is that a thing? Yeah, you're thinking outside yourself. You're going. She was saying how she likes me, so she might like this. Gross. And then she. And you were like, <laughs> "Let's wag." <laughs> <laughs> Next question: Who, as a child, wanted to be Ivan Lendl? Uh, Michael. Yes, Michael. Nick. Yes, you are correct. Yes, that was Nick Maxwell. So true. Um, I actually said this to someone the other day. I was having a tennis lesson because I thought it'd be a fun thing to do and and uh, you know re rehone my skills from the childhood. And the tennis coach, I was like, I thought I'd impress him because he um, he said he noticed something that I had was from Japan. And I said, Oh yes, I, I have been to Japan. I got that there, and I got this Lend- Ivan Lendl racket that you couldn't get anywhere else. And he was my hero when I was a kid. And he was just like so unimpressed, and was he's like the look on his face was like, why, why him? Out of everyone you could have said, was he a Boris Becker fan or? I don't know. I just think most people don't like Ivan Lendl because they yeah. they didn't like uh, the 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 intense robotic dedication to his sport and the sawdust that would dry his grip, and the children had to come out and clean it up <laughs> with dustpans. I loved it. All right, next question: Who here took someone's virginity in a beanbag? And then 10 years later, attended their same-sex wedding. Declan. Yes, Declan. Kelly. You are correct, yes. Because <laughs> well, I knew Michael hasn't had sex. <laughs> um, and uh, quite seriously, Nick doesn't like discussing sex. So, so you talk a good I, But I do like discussing beanbags. So. <laughs> well, no, I, I've often found, and I mean, I mean this as a... As a I, I've known Kelly for 10 years and have found a, uh, quite an openness to... like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's well an openness in discussions about yeah, things. Yeah, I don't so think I feel there's like, anything wrong with it. No, I no, feel like you're I the. Nice. I feel like you're the only. Yeah, I'm the only. You're only person who's in touch with any kind of emotional feeling whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if mature enough to attend an ex's wedding. I like the idea that if he, I imagine it's a turn of phrase, but in a beanbag. Uh, like well, he actually got inside the beanbag. <laughs> nah, nah. With the styrofoam. <laughs> Just no. had all the beans. <laughs> all right, next question. Who here once had a very heated argument on the street with a ticket inspector? Kelly. Michael. Uh, I heard Kelly first. That's Declan. You are correct. Yes, oh. it is Declan. <laughs> Justice. Justice. I mean, the... Uh, the Numerous, <laughs> multiple. What was it? What was this one? Um, well, I think the one that it is that you might be mentioning is I. I, I didn't. I. 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 After, not long after having a kid, I 
I we were not. I didn't sleep very much, and I'm not blaming the kid, but I was a little bit frayed. Nah, around it's the, the fucking kid's fault, <laughs> mate. <laughs> mate. Just say it's a safe space. No one's listening. I was a bit frayed around the edges <laughs> and where we used to work at, at the old ABC building, and I you could see out into the street from the windows, and I saw that a ticket inspector was at my car. And if it's the time you're thinking about, or that you've mentioned, I we had in our office something. Someone had found at the ABC an old hurling stick. You know that <laughs> Irish <laughs> like. Whoa. And I don't know. I actually can't tell you the thought process. I just know that I hadn't slept very much for quite a while and was teetering on the edge. And I went out and just grabbed the hurling stick and went after the guy. Jesus and Christ. And I've told, I've told Nick this. I, this some, is directly in front of the Holocaust Museum? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there is a Holocaust Museum opposite the old ABC, and I that's exactly where the car was parked. Um, both buildings have a similar type of mood. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, I, I said, I saw the guy putting it on, and you, like, something, like, you feel something snap in your brain, and I yeah. just said, take it off, mate. Oh, Jesus. And the guy looked up, and I said, take it off. No, no, I'm moving it. You can take it off now. And the guy said, "No, I can't. It's on the. I'm not going to do his accent, but he said it's oh, on geez. the. It's on the server." And I said, "I don't give a fuck about the server." And you can really feel the little yeah. wire. It's like you make a choice. Like yeah. I'm cutting the wire, and it was. And then the guy is going, "Can't it's on the server?" And he started to back away, oh, and Jesus. then he then started to run, and I was screaming, "Take it off!" <laughs> Take it off! This is like a side story from the movie Falling Down. Yeah. <laughs> it's based on very defense. It really. Did. I feel bad for him because he's no, just doing his job. No, I felt but, shocking. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not yeah. advocating this behavior. And then anyone who knows that building, ABC Kids, used to share the building, <laughs> and there was a bunch of them out the front. Not the kids, but the actual like Presenters. people that worked on it. They're the most loveliest people. But there was a bunch of them oh. smoking out the front, and I turned around, and they were all standing there. And I was like... With a weapon? Yeah, and I was like, it's on the server. (laughs) And it it did, it happened directly out the front of the Holocaust. And I felt absolutely terrible. And I, I, I... The guy never ticketed another car in that street for a long time. I don't advocate it. I was not. I was not in the best headspace. And our final question for the game: Whose dad let them get horrible sunburn in Japan when they were a kid because they took them to the beach and just forgot about sunscreen? Declan. Yes, Declan. Okay, it's it can't be Kelly's by far the most tanned, and I feel would be okay and wouldn't get horrible sunburn. So I'm doing it by both Michael and. and you didn't get that much time to think. And Nick, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna say Nick. Because his dad uh, it, it did some negligent things in his childhood. You are incorrect, <laughs> oh, Michael. No. Oh, no. Which families have enough money? I mean, it, 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 it was, it, it, yeah, it was my father. But I will also say that uh, Nick's dad is a horrible person. <laughs> No, I, I feel, so, do you get half a point? I'm going to feel guilty about that later. On the Catholic Guild will kick in. They just used to have a thing in their family where they had a chart and it was warm fuzzies and cold. So you're talking prickly. about me still, are you? Yeah. Oh, you, the, the, guilt, the guilt must be eating you up. Yeah, yeah. No, elaborate on deck. No, guilt. I say, I actually, what else? I really like Nick's dad. I don't mean negligent, I just mean that. He'd put a switch. It was, a cha- it was not my. F- it was Jango's <laughs> story. No, no. Let's dig deeper into Nick's dad. He's getting very agitated. Why are you crying, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> what, Nick? What are you doing? Put that down. <laughs> uh, 
So in Japan, really badly sunburned. I just went over there to see some uh, my mum's family, and um, uh, they're the uh, emperor and empress of Japan. And um, <laughs> no, my my uncle and dad nah. took like the five, what seven kids, I think, down to the beach, and they just kind of had a few drinks on the beach while their seven children all got fucking Jesus. the most horrific sunburn of all time. And also, the, my aunt and my mom are both redheads, so we're very adamant about the fact yeah. that the sun is evil. It's the worst thing in the world. Um, and so when when my dad and uncle came back with these <laughs> children it became clear they were very sunburned after a couple of hours um they were a bit like nick's dad and um would beat the shit out <laughs> yeah, of yeah i was gonna say did they mention Whoa. my family <laughs> he's negligent father Let's, um... Whoa. all right at the end of the game the scores are nick on five points michael on five points declan on five points Oof. and our winner on no seven way. points oh. is so because you win, Amazing. Kelly, you yeah. get to plug whatever you want to plug first. Oh, sick. Um, Comedy Festival, Worst First Dates is live. So if you go to uh, the website, comedyfestival.com.au, buy all four tickets. You only pay for three. So yep. you get the last one free. It's only like 60 bucks for your awful live shows. Last one sold out really quickly. It was really fun. Come. Sweet. Where, where is it? Uh, we're at Cooper's Inn. Cool. You should come do it. I'll let you know. We purposely did not clash with you. I know, but I think you're clashing with these guys. Ah. Oh. So no, no, sure. No, I mean, we're not allowed to plug anything because we didn't win, right? No, you can no. plug. Go. Sometime now. Will you remember? No. Uh, well, all I know is we've got a very <laughs> special guest <laughs> called Lawyer Something. <laughs> so. No, we can't even get Lawyer X. We're like Lawyer Law- J. So, <laughs> lawyer J, very funny man. So call the banditos, call the figs. <laughs> yeah. You'll not want to be there. Yeah. Does her last name rhyme with Ghoulie? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, well, no, Nick and I do the Sweetest Plum uh, podcast. We, uh, we had an episode come out today. Actually, which should probably be yes, in oh, okay. two days uh, when yours goes up. Uh, we are doing a show for the comedy festival. It is at the same. It's after Josh's. So the European at Beer Europe? Cafe. Yeah. European, European Beer, Beer Cafe. Cafe. What time? We are directly after Josh. Sundays at five o'clock. Yeah, oh, and we're on the thirty-first. So you're. What time are you? Three o'clock. So we're at five. Yeah, yeah. We're in the cocktail hour. We request. So is it just the one show you're doing? Just the one. The cocktail hour. You're not yeah. clashing. Yeah, not, yeah. not oh, clashing. Well. It's just cocktail. Well, there's, there's just one. one as well. It's only one. The slot was pitched to us as you may get the Josh Earl bump. You'll get the don't you know who I am bump. Yeah. Ah. So it. Uh, if you are a fan, and we have heard that Josh Josh Earl will be giving everyone bumps. the Josh Earl bump yeah. is cocaine. So you may yeah. well also get the audience as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's been so far. Real waste of profits, Josh. If you there we go. If you go if you went to Josh's, you shouldn't pay for two podcasts. Um, if you yeah, if you feel like you haven't had enough podcast <laughs> listening to podcasts, just come into ours straight after Josh's and uh, and uh, we all we, yeah, subject just... to to you know fire evacuation laws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Swiss Plum European Beer Cafe, thirty first of March. Correct. And Michael. Yeah, we actually got a live show for our pod. Adam Rosenbachs and I do the Junk Time Alpha podcast, so it's football season about a week before it kicks off. It's going to be at the Comics Lounge in North Melbourne. Um, Sunday, March 10 at 4pm. You can get tickets at trybooking.com. The guests so far from Front Bar uh, and Nova FM in Melbourne are Sam Pang. And then also joining us, uh, current Collingwood coach Nathan Buckley and former St Kilda coach Grant Thomas. More guests to be announced, but um, it's going to be sick. And uh, nice. by the way, actually, guys, I don't know if you um, want to come around, but um, I'm just going to go and have dinner with Nick's dad if you want to join us. Yes! Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, your rotten apples are on you. <laughs> Alright, uh, also if you are in Melbourne of course I'm doing the podcast uh, Don't You Know Who I Am uh, I don't know why I said it, you listen to it uh, <laughs> Sundays at 3pm uh, at the European Beer Cafe during the Comedy Festival and Josh Earl Talks 
Uh, I did a trial of it last night. It's a good show, guys. I heard good things. It's really good. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. 8.15 at the Vic Hotel. And if you're in Brisbane, I'm doing my show there at Mar- on March 16. Uh, so the podcast followed by the the show Josh L Talks. Thanks everyone for coming on. Thank you. Fun. Thank you, Josh. Until next time. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.